This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're majoring on the basics of Christianity. We're asking, what does the New Testament actually say about salvation? Stay with us. You are listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversations about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Get ready to be right there. There we go. That's a good That's a good intro. We're here. My name is Max. I'm with Steve and Vicky Orsillo. This is the Uncommon Truth Podcast. Hey, hey. And I guess we started off, we've gotten known for singing. So what song were you singing? Um, Leon Redbone. No, that was actually that was actually rare earth. Rare earth. Go ahead. Get ready. Go ahead. No, Cause here I come. Uh, yeah. It's a good salvation song. Get ready. Here I it's come. It's a Christian on song. On my way. Get ready. What about uh, when is it Bob Marley that uh, people get ready? There's a train coming. No, Isn't that, Bob that would be Bob Dylan, wouldn't That's it? Bob Dylan. Well, there's another. There's people get ready. There's, there's a train, train coming. coming. Bob Dylan Bob, was saved. Bob Marley did a version of that. Did but, he really? Oh, yeah. uh, probably. Uh, our, our fact checker over there is probably going to. We've got a Jamaican fact checker. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. He yeah, doesn't man. like Bob Marley though. So. And then yeah. there's a uh, Jesus. Is, I like Bob. How about Marley. the other Christian song? Jesus is just all right. That By the Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers. That would be just all right with me. Yeah. Nice try though. You tried to jump in there. You had the I brothers. Knew he was brothers. Yeah. Hey, I didn't get the I didn't get to live through all the good music I know. days. I oh, you missed it, baby. I get stuck with whatever. Cardi B or or uh, or the in um, sync yeah. or. Well, I was in NSYNC. Canada when the what's uh, Carly Rae Jepsen thing hit and Justin Bieber. So yeah, we don't it's been a it was a tough few years there. You guys, Ooh, that was the eighties, nineties to two thousand. And now, I got horrible the, music. I got the la- latter end of U2 and things like that. So I, I got some good we stuff. We don't know U2. We, what are those guys with the red head, red thing on their head? Uh, Devo? Devo. Oh, yeah. Devo. They, aren't they? Uh, my mom really likes Devo. They, she said they were all master's, master's level students at MIT. Really? Yeah. They're the Whippet guys, right? Yeah. 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 Find that out, uh, Luke. Is that true? So he's got a lot Devo. of work. Devo. Devo. D-E-V-O. They were well, red, red helmets, didn't they? <laughs> I don't know what they sang. Go ahead. They just sang, they sang Whip It. Whip yeah, It Good. Right? We were Christians through the 80s, so we didn't listen to any we secular songs. We were listening songs. to Whip It Good songs in the you 80s. Had, you had um, Jesus is a Friend of Mine. Have you um, heard that one? No. No. No, that one's. The I heard Jeremiah is a bullfrog, but I never heard Jesus is a don't, Friend of Mine. Vicky sang that one last week, right? right. You know who right. that is? No. Three Dog Night. Three Dog Night. Jeremiah okay. was a bulldog, not the one you bull said. Frog. Bullfrog. Bull, yes. Frog, it's a bunch dog. of bull, isn't it? Doggy is not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're already almost off the rails here. Let's go. Let's so go. So we're in, we're kind of like back in this whole fire situation yeah, right great. here. Smoke yeah. city, ash falling. Yeah, it's weird. Smoke on the water. Smoke on the water. That's uh, deep fire. purple. Fire. fire in the sky. That's right. That's, that's, right. that's Butte County. It is right now. So we had, we were praying for rain and we, we got, got it. We got it some poured. rain, but we got lightning too, which started all these fires. And my favorite place to ride mountain bikes is now on fire. Where? So, Isn't it over? Um, Potter's Ravine? Potter's Ravine. I don't know if it's over or not, but yeah, uh, we got people, I guess people all around are, are sending us messages, people in Canada and Bless their hearts. Colorado. So yeah. it must be getting some attention because we literally us. have no active fires. At least late le- yesterday, we had no active fires in Butte County. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Potter's, oh, okay. Potter's was considered out, yes. contained. Oh, man. So yes. maybe I can, maybe by this weekend, I can go mountain biking. You might again. need a mask. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's <laughs> maybe probably still smoldering. <laughs> Well, I can go fast enough that I don't stay on the ground for too long. <laughs> and then we have a cold snap, too. That was nice. It's only 98 today. Yeah, cold That's snap. Nice. Today That's was right. supposed to Back be like Back up a, to 106 tomorrow no. or something. Really? No, we have 10. Don't we have 10 days of like under 102? We have 96, 98, right, Luke? Yeah, he's shut your thumbs mouth. up. He's got a lot of fact checking to do. So. Yeah, shut your mouth. But at least the fires aren't That's aren't near you guys. That's you guys shaft. didn't get shut. You shut guys didn't mouth. get shut evacuated, did you? No, no, no. We were no. Close. We aren't evacuating anymore. Okay. That's good. Just <laughs> he's gonna stay with his garden hose. I'm next staying day. with my house from now on. <laughs> Harry Truman. Yeah, That's she gets good. panicked over fires. I get angry. I go tell that fire to get it, get out of here. 
<laughs> you stay away from me. He didn't do that, however, for the fir- the the one that burned our house. The one that burned our house down. <laughs> he was remiss. Clearly, she the said Lord, matter of fact. The Lord was. I saw the Lord in the fire, and said, "Okay, Lord, you can have my house. You can have your house. Okay, it's your anyway. house, right? Yep, it's his house. Okay, go ahead, Max. We're ready. So we were going to talk about uh, salvation today because it's it's something that's so foundational <sighs> to Christianity. And we have covered it on The Uncommon Truth before, but it was kind of before we started having our, our new setup where we get both of you guys in on it. I think I talked about about that with Jordy once, too. Um, Big G. And the, the reason I wanted to talk about it is because it's not only is it really foundational, but I think, uh, like, I've never heard the, the way you teach salvation and the way you guys live salvation here at the Father's House. Pretty I've never cool. really seen it lived this way or heard it taught this way and it was one of the big reasons why i actually felt like the lord was calling me to move my family here um because one one thing that i'm really like i guess i'm really passionate about and i don't know uh, the more i learn about myself the more i realize that not everybody's like this but i have something inside me that doesn't let me settle for logically inconsistent ideas Uh Um, it's just like sort of like a splinter or, yeah. uh, or a rock like in my shoe, right? Yeah, that'd and be I like kinda, me. That's like Steve. I kind of know when something, when I'm believing something that's just too simple or a little bit too easy or doesn't quite go with, that with would be me. something else, I believe. Simple. And uh, and so when I, I never really realized what this thing was bothering me until I heard you preach on, wow. um, I guess it was your message on saved, being saved, and will be saved. Yeah. And then it, it sort of made me realize I've actually been glancing over lots of scriptures um and i had i'd be really easy to point out this this scripture says this is how you're saved and i would teach people that and teach kids that but then i would i would re- like Second subconsciously kind of just skip over things that didn't really make sense to me or uh, or i had right. a hard time understanding right. so i just kind of i just kind of skipped over them. probably you accept probably... that it doesn't add up and yeah. just move on it's weird. Yeah. It's it, a weird thing we do. But it wasn't actually something I would say. Consciously. Well, yeah, it was It was subconscious. And yeah. um, it wasn't until after I visited here the first time and I heard uh, the broken record of, you know, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then go back and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I just decided I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to put a little a little check mark next to any time anybody talks about salvation in the New Testament. It's crazy. And then I mean, just you know, go back and read all those checkmark mm-hmm. passages. And what I realized was my view of salvation was not not very consistent with what the the New it Testament wasn't congruent. Had to say. It wasn't right. it wasn't a thought. It wasn't altogether a huge the whole picture. Yeah, it was like you said, a partial partial vision. Mm-hmm. And and when you put it together with um, you know what we find reading the New Testament, it's a whole picture. Yeah, and it's it's like you know like we talked about last week when Paul said. That I, you know, that, that I might obtain mm-hmm. after he's done all those things, and and and, and it's just I, like I said last week, it just shocks me that if he is questioning whether he is going to make it, yeah, you know, we are. I, I think I need to, you mm-hmm. know, and so that that's the it's the salvation will be like you said will be am and and now being saved. So you know, it's a it's a total package. It's a whole it's the whole crossword puzzle with every piece. In it, yeah. I think, don't you? Mm-hmm. So, what what would you say most people, most Christians, would say when when you ask them how how am I supposed to be saved? Well, they would they would they, the Romans the Romans scripture is that believe in the heart that believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and confess with your mouth, and and you is, I'm not saying it right. Yeah, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Lord. Confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead, and you will be and saved. You should, you should be saved. And I believe that it's they think it's a one and done. You know, I was saved on <clears throat> September on on May second, nineteen seventy nine. However, I am saved. What? So the first? No, May second. Okay. May second, nineteen. 19- <laughs> and uh, you know, therefore, I'm saved. It, it's not a one and done. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just like I don't wouldn't know much about you unless I spend mm-hmm. time with you. Right. I, you know, I couldn't answer anything about anything personal, just because I met you. You know, just because we meet Jesus on the day of salvation mm-hmm. doesn't mean I know anything about him. Mm-hmm. But after 41 years of reading to show myself approved, I think I have a better picture of, of salvation who Jesus is. But we stop. We often stop at that. Mm-hmm. So what's wrong with what's wrong with just that 
um, that standard, okay, well, I'm, I just, I just believe something, um, with my mind. I've, I've said, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe Jesus is Lord, or I've, I can, I declare that the, the, that God raised him from the dead. What's wrong with that? The 21st century English translation of the words, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, are, are, we're, we're a little bit convoluted because we believe we believe or think that the word believe is simply an acceptance of a set of facts. Mm. You believe in Santa Claus? Yes, I do. No, I don't. I did. Now I don't. Do you believe in, you believe in miracles? Yes, I do. That doesn't mean that what about tomorrow? What about the next day? What about the next day? Mm. What about the next day? Salvation is described as a lifetime process in so many different places in the Bible so that to define believe as a prayer I said on March 10th, 1975, uh, would be extremely difficult to make it line up and be compatible with. It's a narrow road that few find. Mm. It's not a narrow spot in the road. It's a narrow road that leads to a narrow door. Wow, I've never thought of it like That's that. That's really good. And the and the journey so is like a sower goes out to sow some seeds and some fell along this path. So even the process of the seed is not when the seed fell on the path that was good soil, it was one and done. No, it had to germinate, grow, bear fruit. Yeah. If, if when you apply this to every parable, I mean every parable about how things are going to be in the kingdom of heaven, they all have two foundations, two trees, two, two bridesmaids, two, two men, two servants, two yeah. slaves, two this. And they're always describing the win-lose. Wow. They All of the bridesmaids in the one story were all bridesmaids. All had lamps, all had oil. Mm-hmm. So I think what happened to me on March 10th, 1975 is my sins were forgiven me. I was, it was revealed to me that there's a path to walk in. Will you choose to walk in it? So was I saved? I think I was saved past tense, plural, you know, like I think absolutely on that day, my salvation came to me, but would I hold on to it? I ask crowds all the time. I mean, I ask them all the time. What does it say in the Bible you need to do to be saved? And they say, believe in the Lord. Okay. What does that mean? Believe in the Lord. We take no time to define believe in the Lord. I say, would you be surprised to say, to know that Jesus himself said, at no less than 13 and probably more like 16 or 18 times, he said, endure to the end and you shall be saved. Persevere to the end and you shall be saved. He who overcomes to the end will be saved. He said that so specifically that when you say, what does it take to be saved? How can we ignore the action until the end mm-hmm. is how you're saved? Or the, this is the way it will be in Matthew 25 at the end my father will get we gather all of the kingdom together and divide them sheeps from goats the goats over here the sheeps over here all of them had the same criteria all of them had to act Mm -hmm. paul the apostle said don't be deceived every single one of you christians especially are going to stand before jesus christ and give an answer Mm -hmm. and your salvation will depend on your answers Uh, what can you say about your life and so this idea that we are saved and final, all encompassing final at the beginning is a little bit hard to stick with, with all the other magnitude of verses mm. that talk about a final determination being done after death. I die, then I go to, and it's determined. Is my name in the book? Yeah. Is my branch been bearing fruit? Is my lamp full? Are my talents invested, expanded, and returned? Mm. I mean... Am I at work in my master's farm, in my master's vineyard? All of those things to be determined. Did I forgive my brother? Forgive and you shall be forgiven. And then the story of the wicked manager where he did, he was forgiven. Then he didn't forgive and all of his sins placed back on him. That's a future thing. Will I be determined to have forgiven my debtors or will I be determined to have held them accountable for their debt? Then the debt that was forgiven me will be put back on me. And there's just a multitude. I mean, I'm, I'm barely scratching the surface of how many verses there are about this. And so we come back to believe and you shall be saved. 
What does it mean then, believe and you shall be saved, if all these other things are true, that my lifestyle, my staying on the narrow road, my going through the narrow door, my acting upon the words of Jesus Christ, my obedience to his command, he said, why do you call me Lord and, and don't do what I told you to do? I'm going to say to you, I didn't even know you. And, and so the people who think he's Lord, they must have accepted him as Lord and Savior. But he says, I didn't even know you. You didn't do what I told you to do. And so, I mean, there are so many of these verses, but we prophesied, but we spoke in tongues. I didn't even know you. I mean, that's a bone chilling thing that think yeah. being said to me because I believed wrong. So what is, so how, how can a man be saved? Come to Jesus as Lord, open your heart to him, confess that you are a sinner and you can't do this without him. Ask him to forgive you. At that point, I think you are saved. And then as the day goes on, and then the next day and the next day, as life, we'll call it life goes on, you are being saved. And then one day you will stand before him and be saved. So therefore I am saved, as, and I am being saved, if, and I will be saved. Mm -hmm. And I think all of those are absolutely legitimate absolutely defendable in the Bible. The one thing that's not defendable is I said a prayer, therefore I'm saved. Mm -hmm. There is no defense for that. And yet it is the prevailing belief of our times. I know a guy goes to the hospital and everyone's scared to death in the hospital. He gets them to say that prayer and tells them they're saved, writes a card. You were saved on this day. Where are all those people? When they got healed, when they got out of the hospital, they got better. Did they say, okay, I don't need that now. I did it when I was scared, but I don't need it. They're, and he, he claims they're saved. That's it. Takes them out, dunks them in water sometimes. Now they're saved. They've been baptized. It's like nothing to do with lifestyle. Your, your, your definition of belief is that they said a prayer when they were afraid in a hospital. I don't think you can defend that in Scripture. And I don't think, what do you do with all those multitude of parables and all those multitude of teachings? If any man would come after me, he must deny himself, yeah. pick up his cross and follow me. How can I get to the kingdom of heaven? The one guy says, obey these, obey the commandments. I already do that. No, you don't give everything to the poor. Then maybe you have obeyed the commandments. Mm -hmm. But even then you can't be perfect enough. You've got to come and follow me. That's what Jesus said to the rich guy. You still have to come and follow me. So every Christian has a lifetime. The minute you say that prayer, here's what happened to me and Vicki. We felt our sins taken off of us. It was amazing. We knew he had come to us. We, something, we had prayed to Jesus and a powerful entity had entered our bodies, had come upon us and touched us. He's real. What do we do with that now? Well, let's go find out what he wants. Let's go. Let's, why don't we just start going? Let's start mm -hmm. going and start believing and start learning what he wants. And here we are, 41 years for her, 45 years later for me. I'm still, I'm still I'm still working out my salvation with fear and trembling before the Lord. What does that verse mean if I got saved when it just doesn't matter what I do? Mm -hmm. And I just said the prayer, said I believe, and what does that work out your salvation with fear and trembling mean in any of this? And so, again, I don't work to be saved. I work because I love him, because I want to obey him, and which he considers to be love. He said, his definition of love is him who obeys me. If you love me, you will obey me. Mm -hmm. Now, the hardest thing he told us to do in this obedience wasn't to quit smoking and quit cussing. It was to love others as he has loved others. Love others as he has loved us. I find that very hard to do for some people. They're pretty hard to love <laughs> like that. Die for them. Forgive them for the horrors they do. I mean, the people are doing some horrible things out there. And yet he died for the horrible. He died for the deplorables. He mm -hmm. died for me. And he's asking, saying, believe. You, you do well to believe, but Satan believes and he will perish. Mm. Well, that's the word except a bunch of facts. Yeah. The believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved is you believe in him every day. You believe that he's with you. You believe that he sees you. How believe that he cares what you do, that he has a whole bunch. We talked about conditions two weeks ago, right? Yeah. He, he, he believes... I mean, he gave us five billion conditions and it's not working to be saved. It's working because on that day he took our sins away and we have this amazing understanding that we didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. He took them away. 
I, I deserve to be punished for those, but he took the punishment upon himself. So then you start walking and you have more crap come into your life. You have more mistakes, your selfishness, right? Your pride, your oh boy. And you just, and so you need forgiveness again. And he does it again and again and again and on in infinity. While you're struggling and striving to put those things aside. Okay, I hated that guy yesterday, but today I got to not hate him. I got to love him. I've got to try to be Jesus to him. And that's what working out your salvation is. And so I think that the most shocking thing people find at our school of ministry, even our school on light, online, the light one, mm. they're shocked at what the Bible says about salvation. Yeah, that's the first segment, right? Yeah. We're going to go through salvation first. I'm telling you, I've had that's people, I've had people go to yeah. church for 20 years, claim they believe for 20 years, claim they were saved, for, got mad about the subject for 20 years, came and studied what the Bible said about it for the first time in their life. And they've come to me and said, I don't even think I'd have went to heaven. Hmm. I, I look at what Jesus literally said about salvation. I don't think I would have even been saved. Hmm. Yeah. My lifestyle doesn't match. I don't live my life to love him. I, I kind of take him into my life to love me. Hmm. Yeah. And this really requires that we take him into our life to give our life to him, to become ma mastered and to love him. Mm -hmm. And loving him is... He, he takes any love you do to others like the least of these. And he takes all the love we give them as though we were doing it to him. You fed me. When did I feed you? When you fed him. Yeah. Oh, really? And then people just walk around saying, I'm saved. I'm not, I'm not saying that anymore. I'm saying I met Jesus on March 10th. I believe that my sins were forgiven. And had I died, I'd have gone to heaven. But as I walk through life, I got dirty. He just keeps cleaning me because I am passionate about following him doing what he says and loving him. And I think you want to define belief. I think that's the best, the best definition of belief is not sin, not, not, not make mistakes. It's intending not to make mistakes, trying with all your might to do it right, mm -hmm. to live it right, to go forward in his love and further up and farther in my favorite saying, I will never stop saying that because it's the anthem of my life. It's the vision I see before me. Oh, here's a challenge. Now I got to go further up. And every time it's like, this is so much better than where I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. Further up, farther in. It's the best picture of heaven I've ever seen. And you know, we have heaven here. We have heaven just out of our reach in the, in the miracles. And then we have heaven we're looking for after our death in that judgment. And we are striving, what Vicki said, to attain to the resurrection. That we might be able to live in a land that's always further up and farther in. Always more glories. Glory upon glory. A amazing stuff. So I hope I, under, I hope I made a clear definition of what I believe salvation is and what a person can do to be saved and, and trying to fit six months of teaching into one 15-minute talk here. I think um, probably a good, an, another good podcast would be um, um, Once Saved, Always Saved. The yeah. topic of Once Saved, Always Saved, obviously, from what we just said, it's, we're not sure I, we believe that at all because of the, the scriptures that are so defined um the, the two the one that he said about you know um, work out your salvation with fear mm -hmm. and trembling that should cause us all to be to tremble with that just that statement um working out your salvation i mean that doesn't sound like on may 2nd i was done in 1979 it seems like i have to work out yeah. you know like yeah. i'm not going to get muscles unless i work out mm -hmm. you know i tried it doesn't work quarantine does just sitting on your <laughs> on your butt you don't get any muscles yeah. so the other thing the other scripture that came to mind while he was talking is that no racer runs a race and gets the gets the reward unless he finishes Complete the race the yeah. yeah it's like if you, even if you go if it's a if it's a three mile race and you stop at two miles and, and six six you're you're not gonna they're gonna all go past you you're not gonna ever finish so there's so many scriptures that talk about what salvation is you're running to and the i end. would encourage i would encourage the listeners to study show yourself approved check yeah. those out just go through them and, and just go through like you did go through every scripture that talks about salvation it's it's a lot and Vicky, what would you say to somebody who's hearing that for the first time right now? They're driving and their head's probably spinning because it's like we just kind of Steve, you kind of had like a fire hydrant of these are all the things yeah. like yeah. just off the top of your head. Just a yeah. shotgun. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And people are probably sitting out there like, man, I never, never thought of that. Mm -hmm. Or I never thought of that one. I never thought of that one. Uh, what would you say to somebody like that? Well, I'd stop. Number one, I'd probably repent, and um, because because I have put my beliefs onto Jesus, like you know, like she says, it's, it's, belief is just not 
acknowledging a set of facts. He, it's a person. It's Jesus. And I would repent and say, Lord, come into my life again. Be my Lord. I want to know what salvation is. I want to know who mm -hmm. you are. And I am so sorry for pigeon, pigeonholing your salvation, pigeonholing you. And um, I think just, and then what I just said is just find those scriptures in context you know, read them line upon line, precept upon precept, because there's m so many. And when, you know, when Steve was talking, even about the 10 virgins, they were all 10 virgins. They were at the same place. They're in the same caste system. They were, there was no, there was no um, definition between the two. There was no dis uh, difference between the two of right. the th 10 of them. And five made it and five didn't. And they were all waiting for him. That should, that should send tremors up and down my spine. Mm -hmm. Those are people who thought they were doing the right thing. And, the, you know, away from me, I never knew you, the scriptures of, um, but Lord, but Lord, I prophesied your name. I fed the poor in your name. Away from you, I never knew you. It's like, but, so repent mm -hmm. and ask the Lord to open your eyes, the Holy Spirit to open your eyes to who he really is and what he really means. And it is conditional. And that's what we talked about a few weeks ago. It is conditional. In my opinion, it's conditional. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would think. Would you think anything different about what they should do? I don't. I think that I think that the most common belief is that there's somehow this. You're written in the book of life. You're not. It's like is God confused or doesn't He know time? And really, it's it's it is. He knows time. It's we don't know time. <laughs> it's you know staying on the narrow road. And I think here here's the most baffling thing for me. I went from dark to light in 20 seconds. Absolutely. I completely changed. He's real. But here's the second revelation. He came to me. I prayed a little simple prayer, simple. testing him, and he came to me. And I didn't hear his voice that night, but I felt his presence so strong come over me. I felt the reaction of his holiness come into my unholiness. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm 45 years later. Six. I, I don't, nothing's going to change that. I am going to, I am all in. What do you want? Hmm. This life, I gave you my life, here it is. And I don't think people see it that way anymore. Yeah. They're inviting him into their life join to them. join them. I'm inviting him into my life to give my life to him. To follow him. You, for your kingdom, use me. Yeah, so you're giving you're giving up your life almost as a shell to be that's lived, right. right? You you take this mess and make and give me your plan, and use me as you will. And I I have so many places in my life where I can see His hand steering me. I just have seen the glory of the Lord for 45 years. Push me here, push me there, pull me this way, say this, say that. Put me out, dangle me out there to be stoned, you know, and then pull me back to protect me. I've seen him use me for his glory in so many ways. And I today have the same passion to love him, probably more. to give him my life. Yeah. I have to get farther along that road. Yeah, he's got right? more further up, farther in. I mean, I'm just. I just keep the, the verse, keep your eyes on the prize. The upward call of God in Jesus Christ is no burden for me. Mm -mm. It's like the very passion of my life. That's what I want to see him. I just want to see you, Lord. And I want, I look around this crazy world we're in today. Lord, why me? Why do I get to see you and they don't? Can't we have the kind of revival that demonstrates you, that shows you in real and, and with the idea that if he comes to you, will you give your life to him? And if you give your life to him, can he have it? Is it just for the moment to fix your problem? And then you run off and try to say, hey, I'm good. Or is it, here's my life, use me. I want to see your glory. I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want to, my passion is you. And I want you. And that happened for me on the very day uh, I was really, really hating and angry about Christians. I was at my brother's house, and every time I was at my brother's house, all he did was say, Jesus, this, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord anyway, hallelujah. Just He's constantly saying these things that made me so mad. And so on the very same day when I'm hideously angry about this Jesus stuff, get it out of my face, uh, 
I go forward at a concert and, and have this experience that is just like, oh my gosh, I, I don't want to be left behind. Mm -hmm. I don't want to ever be without you again. Please never let me forget what this morning's felt like. It was a real, it was like a real 180, right? 180. It was, it was, I was in darkness. He turned on a All light. Right. And I'm sitting in the light going, oh my gosh, look how much benefits there are in the light. Sitting in the dark, you can't see anything. You don't know where you're at. You yeah. don't know what you're like so confused about life's about. You try to make up things. You, you, you plant your flag on the dumbest things like pot smoking or the, we were back then and pot being legal and it's not as bad as cigarettes. I mean, it was stupid. And, Alcohol. and all the things we planted our flag on before and, and you know, uh, against Vietnam and against mm -hmm. the establishment and you know people over 30 you can't trust and all the things we said yeah and uh, you walk into Jesus and the light comes on wow that stuff doesn't matter at all all that matters is him crucified and my sins are forgiven me and then and then the revelation I asked him to do something and he did it he loves me he loves me Good. And I don't know. It never changes. It hasn't changed for her. I've walked every day of her Christian life. I've walked with me, too. It's never changed for me. I've gotten mad at people still after that for a while. But um, I got dis disillusioned with people for a while, but I never lost my love for him. Mm -hmm. I think that's Christianity. That's the proof of belief that I'm in love with you and I've never lost it. I yeah. think I thought, and also, you just reading, reading, you know, like Steve said, we're a one-trick pony. It sounds like, but when you read Jesus in context for how to live, when you read the um, New Covenant for how to live, it just clarifies everything. That's that's number one. You know, like that's you asked me what people should do. It really is to just read, read it Matthew, to find out Mark, who he Luke is and, and how to yeah. live, because it, as you find out, it's very it's very clear. Clear. You, those scriptures come alive. You know, like at the beginning of the, of the program, you said, you know, I thought it was only this, and you know, but as you read. The clarity of and of the um, line in the Gospels and the Epistles, it's very clear. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's so understandable of how we should live and how we are to be saved. And it isn't just a one thing, one time thing I did 41 years ago. It really is. It really is walking out your salvation with fear and trembling mm -hmm. and finding out what He says. Have Him join your life. And it's like, Jesus, what are, we, what are you doing today in my life? Yeah. Not what, you know, hey, I'm going to go do this, and you can come along if you want. Right. It's, it's um, I'm here. The only, my only mission field is to, while I'm here, is to make Jesus famous, to live my life for Jesus out loud. Yeah. So I, if you could count the days from March 2nd, 1979, it's not. May 2nd. May 2nd, 1979. Fact checker. If you could say how many days there are, that's how many days you give your life to the Lord. It's not a one and done. It's good. It's every day of your life. This is the day the Lord has made. I give you my life today. Take me, Lord. Use me as you will. Not as in uh, save me again. No, no, but no. As no, a no. just every day I'm reminding yourself. I'm every I day is given to, to him, and yeah. I can attest that for Vicky, every day was given to him. That's what made her the greatest mother I've ever known. Mm -hmm. Made her a fabulous wife to me. My all my prayers answered in the wife he gave me because for her. She just wanted Jesus. I just, we just want to live in the will of Jesus. Whatever he says, let's go do that. And I drug her down from her mom's hometown, of, you know, Spokane, to Sacramento because the Lord said so. But I didn't do it. When she went with me, she heard the Lord. And she said, I give my life to you. You send me to Sacramento, that's where we're going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm, we're going to Orville. It was like, we don't want to go to Orville. And the you Lord said, You didn't want to go to Orville. The Lord said, Right? I talked you out of it, though. Right. By the time I told you how bad Orville was, <laughs> know, you didn't you, want to go to Orville. You didn't want to go to Orville. <laughs> no, I talked right. you out of it. So then the you. Lord, but later that day, the Lord spoke to her individually and me individually. Right. And now, immediately, we both want to go to Orville because we gave our life to him. Yeah. If you want us in Orville, that's what we want, yeah, too. That's kind of how it was with and us. we love Orville. Yeah, we yeah. got on the plane yeah. after, after leaving here, and we just looked at each other like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're, we're in trouble. We're and in here, trouble. You know, and here you are, but it's every day. The point is not about moving to Orville or not moving to Orville. Yeah. It's about every day. It's not a one and done. March 10th, 1975, I gave my life to the Lord and I'm saved. No, I am saved today because today I give myself to the Lord as mm -hmm. belief. This is, the, this is the sacrifice of my love, the offering of my love to him. And the sacrifice of my belief is that today is his. Yeah. I can't tell you tomorrow, but today is his. And I'm positive it's been this many thousands of days for me that tomorrow's going to be no different. 
And I'm praying and hoping and I'm committing, intending that every single day I have breath, it's the Lord's day. Mm -hmm. And I give my life to him. He commands me. I serve him. Good. And that's really, in my opinion, salvation. People who take over lordship of their life, I think they're like the seed that doesn't bear fruit. I think they're like the branch that doesn't bear fruit, that gets cut off. I think they're like the lamp that doesn't have any oil in it. I think they're like all of those things. I think they become, you, can, you can become very religious, too. You can become so re religion. People are always mm -hmm. quoting religious things to yeah. me. And I'm like, I, we've got to, where is Jesus in your religion? There is no salvation except through Jesus Christ. There is no Jesus. name under heaven or on earth by which men can be saved. Let's there is Jesus no back. name that will make every knee bow except the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And there is no lordship. There is no salvation without lordship. And if he's not the Lord of your life, he's not the, then you're not saved. And so yeah. above and beyond all things, lordship is the absolute evidence of your salvation. Is he your Lord? Does he direct your path? Does he change your course, bless your course? Does he meet you when you're praying? It's good. Does he come to you? And those are, those are my best signs of being saved, that I'm on the right path, that, that my hope for the resurrection is a, we can trust to hope. Yeah. Because we love him and obey him and are called according to his purpose. It's good. You know, the, one of the things, probably the biggest thing that, caused me to question my view on salvation being a one-time decision was leading kids at camp and so I would I would sometimes I'd speak but mostly I would hire other speakers or bring in other speakers to come in youth pastors and stuff and they would teach and like more than half of the kids would come up to the altar and I would ask I'd sit down and pray with a kid and I said didn't I sit down and pray with you last year uh, and he'd be like actually it's two years in a row now three years in a row that we've sat and prayed and given our lives to Jesus and uh, and I would see these kids who were just they would they'd make that same decision each year and they didn't have any they, they were like the seed scattered on the path right they'd go back to uh, kind of homes that were just really sure. they're just either not great places for a kid to grow up or fine places but they didn't care for Jesus and uh, and then they would just come back and man, I need, this is my time to get Jesus. And uh, it was, it kind of reminded me of if you'd go on a, a date with a girl and it was a great date. Yeah, it's a great date. And you never call her again, right? Like the, as you were talking about this road and this, this relationship starting with Jesus, you, you, you know, had that first date. It was that 22nd prayer. It was great. I was like, man, I found out he was, he was real. That's what these kids find out too. I found out he was real, but there's like, I wasn't there to tell them you know, this is how you keep following down that road and how you keep giving, this is how you give your life to him. Like you were saying, um, one, I wasn't physically there because I had another group of kids to, to lead. Right. Um, but I started getting that feeling like, man, is what I'm doing actually doing any good? Um, or is the best thing I'm doing actually just planting seeds that maybe will grow later on in life? That's right. right? And Jesus' so, word is coming out before he just says. So I, I take some comfort in that, yeah. that there's kids that I find out later on, they're actually you know, highly involved in following Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't a continuous mm -hmm. path. It was, like a, you know, there was, it was like that first date where you just, uh, I, I had a good time, but I'm not going to call again. Right? And, I, and I think that's really, that's, you know, like the road, the road example is as narrow as a road that le you know leads to, to life to Jesus, and you know wide is a road that leads to destruction. I think it's it's a road you have to walk. It's mm -hmm. you just got to keep walking, and that's why I like C.S. Lewis is um, further up and farther in. It's every day if you if you stop walking, you just don't get through that door. I mean, yeah. you're just gonna you're gonna stop in that road. And life is a road, and we're just actually literally talking about. Um, all thing, the scripture that all things work together for good for those who love Christ Jesus and called according to his name purpose and that's what we've seen we've had some dark days and you know I, you, I think you alluded to it the other day about the, when Steve talked about there are and have been no bad days mm -hmm. and as we grow in maturity and get closer to Jesus where every day we're getting closer and closer to seeing Jesus face to face it's, 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 it changes your perspective I think yeah, having 40 and 40, 41, 45 day, 45 years mm -hmm. uh, walking with Jesus and the rain falling and our house not falling down and um, seeing what he's done in our lives. We, I feel like we've kind of like we, 
you know, you start like as a baby, you know, the Bible talks about being a baby, and then you feel like a toddler, and then you might be in first grade. I feel like maybe we're in grade school now, you know, maybe we've, we've learned enough to be in maybe eighth <laughs> grade, or maybe we're junior hires or something, but it really is the fact that all things do work together for those who love Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when the, when, the, when the storms come, it's Jesus on the rock, and you will get through it, because that's what salvation's about, is a relationship with him every day. It's not, it's not what I did 41 years ago. It's, it's an everyday, you're my Lord, I trust you. This is your life, take it. I'm not in control of it. When I am in control, I'm so sorry. I've controlled this life. Mm-hmm. And I just think uh, salvation is so important. It's, it's, I, salvation should be the rest of your life, in my opinion. Until the day I die, That's I true. should be getting saved. Yeah. Not, not literally like you said, but my life for your life, Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's what you've given me. I don't know if that makes sense. I can't think of that word. Uh, so, um, Oh, I can't think of it. Describe it to us. Yeah, I can get Not, it. You know, it's sensationalism. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, we're gonna move on because like it, secretariat. It, no, it's a, a word. Lifetime, <laughs> or it either gets saved, or it's a lifetime of being saved. Sanctified. Okay, sanctification. Sanctification by you mm-hmm. know lifetime is what Vicky's describing. It's what I believe, based on these verses that our sanctification is a daily added line upon line, precept mm-hmm. upon precept. Yeah, there you go. I think that what's going on. With the world, what? Why this is such a confusing um, subject? Because nobody wants to teach the whole truth about it. Nobody wants to. All these verses I'm talking about, they don't want to talk about those anymore. Mm-hmm. In fact, they. I just got a letter from a young man down in Bakersfield. Said, Steve, what? I, I thought you were exaggerating when you said nobody wants to hear this anymore because I'm telling it to everybody, and they they get flat out mad at me. Mm. I said, well, this is what Jesus said. How do you explain it? So like, I'll ask people, how do you, so in your theology, how do you explain any branch in me that does not bear fruit will be cut off and thrown away? In me, a branch in me, so it's in Jesus, mm-hmm. doesn't bear fruit, it's going to be cut off. So someone in Jesus is going to be cut out That's and thrown away. Horrifying. Paul the Apostle saying, you know, if God cut off the Jews to make room for you, on the vine, if you don't bear fruit, don't, why aren't you worried that he's going to cut you off? What yeah. makes you think that yeah, he's well, going to cut you off? Yeah, well, he's not going to cut you off. And so these people don't want to talk about those truths anymore. And I, and I think that the one of the most important truths that I never hear anybody more is the, the idea of how God feels about sin. Oh, it's, he doesn't even see it because it's forgiven, people tell me. Mm. I said, then why did Jesus say, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off? If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out? It's better for you to go to heaven with one hand and one eye than it is to go to hell with both. Mm-hmm. And, and he's talking to the, the message of the new covenant. So what's he talking about? And that's really the, there's so many, they just go on and on go describing on. this that should make us and they're in their kindergarten level understanding. Yeah. A tree on a branch, that a branch on a tree bearing fruit or not. That's super simple. That's like right now. I can mm-hmm. understand that the minute you say it to me. There's, doesn't have to do with theology or word studies, you know, and and I think all of the stories and all of the things that Jesus said. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Well, how can you lose your soul if your soul's been saved? Yeah, you know, better to lose your whole life, give up your whole life, and gain your soul. And I mean, it's really important stuff, and it's very direct. That any man, anyone who would be my disciple, it, you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. Are you being set free? Are you are you Victorious. knowing truth? Are you are you accepting truth? You're or are you ignoring truth and refusing to let it be said to you? Oh, don't share that. That's that's the religion, you know, that cutting off your hand. Oh, the whole world would be handless and eyeless, you know. No, mm-hmm. it, what it does, of course, we're not cutting our hands off. What it does is tells us how God feels about sin. Yeah, it's that important to Him. So I think that the most important thing we're ignoring in our whole world is the truth line upon line the absolute revelation that jesus taught us what the kingdom's going to be like what heaven's going to be like what the what the judgment's going to be like i mean he used crazy words like weeping and gnashing of teeth turn them over the tortures you'll that man will never get out there'll never be any joy i mean it's like whoa these are strong stuff we should pay attention or even the guy that was in in, uh hell and they and yeah, send send Lazarus to give me some uh, yeah, vinegar on a sponge. Yeah, yeah, Lazarus and the poor man, Lazarus and the rich you man. Had, yeah. You had what you had. You life. had what you had in life, and you didn't you even life. think about him. Yeah. Now you now he he he's he's got the good reward, and you don't. I'm not. He's not coming to you. You were rich. 
You've, you've received all the comfort you're going to receive. And I that's think, what you wanted, right? That's right. That's what you wanted. And I think, Max, I think this probably of all the conversations that we've had, this is, this is ground zero. This is everything. This is so important. This is so important. You, you know, got to hear this. People. Because, 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 you know, even two weeks ago, the conditional one, this all pivots. This is a fulcrum of everything that comes out of, out of Christianity is salvation it's the foundation of who we are right. and if we just believe a, a set of facts yeah, we need to stop drop and roll because we're our heads our hair is on fire in right. my opinion and you know this is it this is if you're out there get saved again if you if you've just believed a set of facts and and you haven't lived for like really live for jesus um and he's not your lord you are i think it's you stop drop and roll yeah. This is this is so important. I just I don't know if I can even reiterate how incredibly important so knowing the message of salvation is. And I like if you don't know, you should sign up for our school of transformation yeah. light yeah. because that will start the process of you investigating. Mm -hmm. Because ignorance is not bliss when it comes to salvation no. or judgment <laughs> or judgment. It's like you only have so many days, and you think you you we think we all have eighty two days. But we know we don't. Some have eight, some have 42, and some have 65. Those have mm -hmm. been people who have passed away lately. Mm -hmm. you're, not, you're not due 82 years. You yeah. could, today could be it for you and yeah. me. You know? So this is so, 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 so important, mm -hmm. this message. And you talked about School of Transformation Light. We actually have our School of Transformation, our full-time school, uh, this this is as you're listening to this now it's uh, dropping on Monday the 21st wow. so you've got uh, about 10 days left come out uh, maybe less than that to yeah. come out depending on when you're listening to this so mm -hmm. the first day is is the 31st of August here in 2020 um, so you're cutting it pretty close but you can still make it and like we said in in the show there's the whole first month is all about salvation. laying that that foundation of what do you believe about salvation and, and what I really appreciated about that f when I went through that, that level one of the school was it wasn't about, hey, this is what you should believe about salvation. It's, it's like, hey, what does Jesus actually say? Yeah. And it was more of a discussion where, where there were points of, well, have you considered this? Have you considered B, C, D? Um, and it was less of this is ha what you should believe and this is what we believe and so you right. should too. It's very much like let's let's go and see, let's taste and see. You let's, figure it out. Let, right. let me let me you just invite you listeners, if you would pray with me, and give mm. this opportunity for Jesus to become the Lord of your life. Yeah, Maybe you've claimed to be a Christian all your life, but never understood it and want to start over. Would you just pray with me? I'm going to ask you to speak out loud mm -hmm. wherever you are and just repeat this. Close your eyes and repeat this prayer with me if you're driving you got to keep your eyes open it'll still work but anywhere else just do what you can close your eyes feel his presence around you holy spirit i pray that you would surround them with your love touch them lord now just repeat after me pray jesus i open my heart to you to give you my life i ask you to forgive me of my sins for my sins are many I ask you to be my Lord. Reveal yourself to me and begin to teach me the truth of your word, the truth of salvation. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I just feel his presence. I feel him moving. He has heard you. He has responded to you. Feel your sins lift off of you like a load of bricks. What you've done is you've asked him to forgive you of your sins and you've committed your way. To, you've given your life to him. Make him your Lord. I pray that you would write us or call us at the Father's House Church. Mm -hmm. Just comment on the, on the podcast comments. Do something to let us know. But beyond that, what I want you to do is tell somebody you prayed this prayer today. Next person you get near, say, I just prayed and gave my life to Jesus. Made him my Lord in a different way than I've ever done before. I gave him my life not 
to add him to my life, but to add my life to his kingdom. Tell them that. You confess him before men, he will confess you before his Father who is in heaven. But if you deny him before men, he will deny you. So do what, do what I'm asking you to do and let us know what happened. Thank you all. And it would be the first step on that road. The very first step. Very step. Keep walking. You will find out if you keep listening to this podcast, you'll continue to find out how to walk, how to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Come listen to me. I'll, sh- I'll show you the way to get to him mm. and make him your father in heaven, your friend on earth, and mm. your Lord over your life. Amen. That's really good. So if, if you want to email us, um, I'll pass it on to Steve. My email is in the notes section uh, underneath the podcast. It's uh, maxherman at changeoroville.org. You can email us there. If you got somebody that you're listening to this and, and it's been impactful for you and you want to share that with somebody else, you can just share the website, uncommonpodcast.com. Just send that in a link to somebody and what, wherever they're listening, however they're listening, phone, iPad, whatever, mm-hmm. computer, it'll take them directly to this episode and they can, they can just listen right away. And if you're interested in our School of Transformation, you can go to transformationschool.org. That's where it all started for me. And, uh, and it's where you're going to learn all of this stuff. Uh, but, yeah, definitely get in touch with us and keep listening. That's why they call us the Uncommon Truth, because you're not going to hear it anywhere else. Right. <laughs> you're not going to get Steve and Vicky anywhere else but right here. You Except go. for our YouTube channel where you can watch. I, I actually watch, watch it. I, I like to watch um, Steve. Yeah, well, you can yeah. watch us on there, but you can also watch Steve. Uh, from from Sundays. Oh, Sundays are great. Sunday outside outside church, right? Yep. Yeah, we had to cut great. this. We cut it just a little bit short for the threat of rain this this yeah. past Sunday. Yeah. Um, church outside. Yeah, that was a little awkward. Land. That started raining on us. But <laughs> well, the rain does fall on the just in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You have to decide which one of you. Because I've seen fire and I've seen rain. Right. There I we are. We're back into James days Taylor. That I thought would never I end. I sing that one to my daughter to put her to sleep. There you I go. Anyway, we're putting them to sleep. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you God next week. God bless you all. Bye.